0: Do two old meds make a new med? We'll see with today's case in point of validity. Welcome to the Carlatt Psychiatry Podcast, keeping psychiatry honest since 2003.
1: I'm Chris Hagen, the Editor-in-Chief of the Carlat Psychiatry Report.
0: And I'm Kelly Newsom, a psychiatric NP and a dedicated reader of every issue. We're continuing our countdown of the most read articles from 2023, with one that Dr. Aiken wrote on Ovelity, the fast-acting combo of bupropion and dextromethorphan. You can read all of the top 15 articles free online through the link in the show notes or just Google Top 15 Carlat Psychiatry Articles of 2023. Dr. Aiken has nothing to disclose.
1: Well, that's not exactly true. Pray tell, while researching this piece, I met with a scientist from Axome Therapeutics for lunch, and he picked up the bill. I tried to intervene, but my timing was off.
0: And what did you learn at this lunch?
1: I was trying to get my hands on the unpublished studies. Those can be very revealing, although sometimes they aren't published because of flaws in their methodology rather than flaws in the drug. Well, In this case, I learned that alvelity was tested in treatment-resistant depression, but that it did not separate from placebo in that study. So we start this podcast on a disappointing note, especially as it's treatment-resistant depression, where people are most likely to try a new drug like this. But I'm going to couch that with a reminder that most meds have failed in true treatment-resistant depression, or TRD. The ones we think of as effective there, like atypical antipsychotics, were mainly studied in people who had failed just one antidepressant, not the two failures that are required in true TRD.
0: Has that study been published yet?
1: Sort of. We weren't able to get hold of it for the 2023 article that we're going to read today, but it has come out in poster form. And the details are interesting, so I'm going to update that at the end of this podcast, and actually in the middle of this podcast, along with another new trial that tested Olvelity for a year.
0: First a fun fact. Where did Olvelity get its name? We don't know for certain, but we think it's meant to imply augment with velocity, Olvelity, which is what it does. Ovelity is a combination of two older medications. Bupropion, circa 1985, and dextromethorphan, circa 1958, a cough suppressant found in Robitussin. Dextromethorphan. We know how bupropion works; it's an norepinephrine and dopamine reuptake inhibitor. So let's take a look at what dextromethorphan adds to the pharmacodynamics picture.
1: Like ketamine, dextromethorphan increases glutamate transmission through NMDA antagonism. This glutamatergic mechanism is shared by several third-line interventions for treatment-resistant depression. I'm talking about meds like amantadine, cycloserine, of course, ketamine, even lamotrigine and the antibiotic minocycline. But of all these, alvelity and esketamine are the only ones to get FDA approval as novel antidepressants. So, Alvelity can rightfully claim to be the first oral antidepressant, since esketamine is intranasal, that moves beyond the traditional monoamines of serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine, the big three that we've been working with for 40 years, or at least the first in America. I have to acknowledge that outside of the US, they've used the melatonergic antidepressant agomelatine. For many years. It's a good guess that glutamate is responsible for dextromethorphan's benefits, but not necessarily. This medication also has anticonvulsant and neuroprotective effects, and dextromethorphan blocks serotonin and dopamine reuptake, complementing bupropion's effects on norepinephrine and dopamine. So what you're getting in this medication is multiple pharmacodynamic properties, four at least in total.
0: Pairing it with bupropion accomplishes another goal. It increases dextromethorphan's half-life, extending it from four to 22 hours. Bupropion does this because it inhibits the CYP2D6 enzyme that metabolizes dextromethorphan. And when you inhibit metabolism you raise the serum levels and increase the half-life. You may recognize this effect if you know the medication Nudexter, which is dextromethorphan's first neuropsychiatric incarnation. Nudexter is FDA-approved for pseudobulbular effect, a neurologic disorder characterized by sudden uncontrollable bouts of laughter or tears, made a little infamous by the stigma tinge movie The Joker, where pseudobulbar effect is used to explain the disturbed laughter of Joaquin Phoenix's character. Nudexter also extends dextromethorphan's half-life by pairing it with quinidine, a strong CYP2D6 inhibitor that otherwise adds nothing to Nudexter's therapeutic effects. That's how Ovelity works. Glutamate, norepinephrine, dopamine, and a little bit of serotonin. And there's a beneficial drug interaction going on that extends dextromethorphan's half-life. Now, let's look at the clinical trials.
1: For Ovelytis, we have two published trials and two partly published trials. They came out in poster form. The two published trials show that Avelity is faster and more effective than bupropion alone. Among these fully published trials... One was large with 327 patients, and one was a little small with 80. The large trial confirmed that the combo alvelity worked better than placebo, which is not a surprising one considering that this medication contains a therapeutic dose of bupropion, Welbutrin. What did stand out, though, in that trial was the speed of onset. The medication separated from placebo in the first week compared to weeks two to four for most other antidepressants we see in similar trials. So what happened to that sign of speed of onset? That's where the next study came in. This small trial confirmed the speed of onset data and added new information by comparing the combination alvelity to bupropion as monotherapy. Here, alvelity was more effective than bupropion alone, with remission rates of 47% versus 16% after six weeks. Now, one caveat here is that all of these trials involved regular depression, and it's not clear that alvelity works in treatment resistant cases.
0: Yes, you said you had an update on that treatment resistant depression trial.
1: Yes, the trial is called the STRIDE-1 trial, and it was presented in poster form at the American Society of Clinical Psychopharmacology in 2018. What's new is that the poster has now been published, so we have at least that much. This study started with several hundred patients whose depression had failed to respond to two or three antidepressants, so true treatment resistance. These patients were given a medium dose of bupropion, 150 milligrams a day for six weeks, and those who did not respond to bupropion were then randomized to be either be given ovality or to stay on that bupropion with placebo addition for another six weeks. So, all in all, 312 people that's a lot entered this final phase of the study to test out alvelity in TRD. And since they had already failed that bupropion, that means they probably had three or four failed antidepressants at that point. The results are a bit more complicated than simply saying alvelity did not work. Basically, it failed on the primary outcome, reduction in depression at the six week mark. But the medication did succeed in the first week, suggesting a possible rapid action, but not a sustained one in this treatment-resistant population. There are also a lot of secondary measures that showed possible benefit, like the percentage of those whose depression remitted on a was about twice as high as in the placebo group, 18% versus 8%. But none of this is going to make it past the FDA because the differences were small, and again, the primary outcome failed. The mixed signals in this trial reminds me of the dextromethorphan studies that came out before Axome Therapeutics took on the drug. Back then, there were about four small trials, all involving treatment-resistant patients. These studies tested dextromethorphan on its own, without bupropion, although some of them employed quinidine to stretch out its half-life. Most of these studies tested it in bipolar disorder, starting in 2014 with a case series of 77 patients with treatment-resistant bipolar depression by our friends Tam Kelly and Dan Lieberman. These were very treatment-resistant patients with bipolar. On average, they had failed to respond to 21 medication trials. However, most improved with the addition of dextromethorphan although about a quarter of them dropped out due to side effects, mainly nausea. The dose they used here was dextromethorphan 20 mg once or twice a day, given alongside quinidine 10 mg a day. That's about half the dose that's marketed for dextromethorphan today in Ovelity, which is 90 mg a day in combination with bupropion.
0: Dedicated readers might remember Tam Kelly. We interviewed him on thyroid and oxcarbazepine and bipolar disorder in the print issues.
1: But Dr. Kelly's open-label success was followed by a mix of positive and negative results in small controlled trials of the drug. I used dextromethorphan in my own practice back then, and I had a similar mix of unclear results. So when the data from the large industry-sponsored studies came out. I was not expecting it to work, and it didn't, at least not in treatment-resistant cases like I was using it in, but it did work in easier-to-treat depressions, and it did work with good speed. So, that's what we know about ovality so far. Studies are also underway in nicotine cessation and in agitation in dementia.
0: we have a special call out for our listeners. We're planning an episode on wounded healers, people who work as psychiatrists, therapists, NPs or PAs and live with mental illness themselves. If you'd like to share your wisdom with us, contact C. Akin at thecarlatreport.com. We will keep your identity as confidential as you like and even disguise your voice or read your words ourselves for the episode. We'll pick up next week with some validity controversies. Now, a preview of the CME quiz for this episode. What is the pharmacokinetic drug interaction between bupropion and dextromethorphan? A. Bupropion inhibits dextromethorphan's metabolism. B. Bupropion induces dextromethorphan's metabolism. C. Dextromethorphan enhances dopamine release by bupropion. And D. Dextromethorphan extends bupropion's half-life. Start earning CME through the link in the show notes. And join us next week for part two on Avelady. The Carlight Report is operated free of commercial support since 2004. With the exception of a pita sandwich, Dottore can enjoy it at Omar's Mediterranean Cuisine in Lower Manhattan.